pause to consider. The podcast where you put your busy day on pause to consider spiritual encouragement and wisdom on your walk towards God's kingdom. Thanks for joining me. I am Sam Taylor, here to get you thinking about the Word of God. What defines your sense of self? In other words, if your personhood were a city, what would define its borders? Many people, I imagine, would rely on Rene Descartes' famous saying, I think, therefore, I am, to prove that personal identity comes from their own capacity for thought. Now, although this belief made a tremendous impact on Western thought, it has its shortcomings. This creed promotes an individualism that doesn't nearly encapsulate the human experience. Sense of self is more than recognition that self exists. But what if there was a better way to define ourselves? What if there was a way to address personal identity that didn't rely so heavily on the individual? That's where Ubuntu comes in. Ubuntu is a phrase that originated among the Bantu ethnic groups in sub-Saharan Africa that means, I am because we are, or a person becomes a person through other people. The phrase takes into consideration that no one is an island and promotes a sense of self that is better contextualized in our relationship with others. When our sense of self is viewed in the greater context of our community, when our sense of self is viewed in the greater context of our community, we are not merely members, but now active participants in our shared humanity. If you read the creation account in Genesis, you'll notice how the creation of everything from light to animals finishes with the proclamation, and God saw that it was good. Yet there was one detail on the sixth day God noticed was not good, and it wasn't even the serpent that would deceive Adam and Eve. It was that Adam was alone. He had no partner, no community, nobody to share in his work with tending the garden. Genesis 2.18 says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Not only did this lead to the creation of Eve, it foreshadowed the creation of Christ's bride, the saints from the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are all, as brothers and sisters in Christ, interconnected. Each one of us is because we all are. And we are because Jesus Christ is and continues to be. Yet even he came to be, bore our nature, felt our suffering because of the sinful state we all share. But Christ conquered sin and death to live forever unto God. Now instead of him being part of us, we have been called out to be part of him, to be a community of saints that shares in the work that God has us to do. Listen to how the Lord Jesus explains how we continue to be in him, not as individuals, but as a family in John 15, verses 1 through 12. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that does not bear fruit he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. 
as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As a father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another, as I have loved you. There are times in our discipleship we can feel alone, like we're the only one that cares. Sometimes we can feel like Elijah or Daniel, the only one standing up against what God hates. Or we feel that we're alone in our grief, and no one knows we exist to even begin to comfort us. Yet we do not exist in Christ as a solitary branch doing our own thing. God knows this. That's why he gave us each other, to be vehicles of his comfort and care when times get tough. We receive our nourishment and strength from Christ to do his will in serving the Father. With the help of each other, we can fulfill the two great commandments, to love God with all of our heart and to love our neighbors as ourselves. But without our brothers and sisters to love, serve, and sacrifice ourselves for, how can we show God the love we have for him? If we truly believe in the concept of Ubuntu, that a person gains their humanity from people around them, then our love to God needs to transcend beyond studying in solitude to become meaningful action in service to others. The returned exiles from Babylon learned about this in Nehemiah 8 verses 8 through 12 as Ezra, Nehemiah, and the priests read law to the people. They read from the book, from the law of God clearly, and they gave the sense so that the people understood the reading. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, and Ezra, the priest and scribe, and the Levites who taught the people, said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people wept as they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, Go your way. Eat the fat and drink sweet wine and send portions to anyone who has nothing ready, for this day is holy to our Lord. And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So the Levites called all the people, saying, Be quiet, for this day is holy. Do not be grieved. And all the people went their way to eat and drink and to send portions and to make great rejoicing, because they had understood the words that were declared to them. When we read the Bible to learn about God in this character, it's not just about our relationship with God and Jesus Christ as an individual. We are part of something so much bigger than ourselves, and therefore, our sense of self needs to extend far beyond the borders 
of our recognition that we exist. It needs to extend to all our brothers and sisters worldwide. This is the response that God requires when we read from his word, not only to celebrate in God's goodness, but to always be ready to give to those who have none. This way we are not merely members of Christ's body, but we are active participants in declaring God's holiness and God's goodness to the whole world. Nobody is an island. In our walk towards God's kingdom together, you're going to need your brothers and sisters to lift you up along the way. And they're going to need you too. So press onward. Cast aside that narrow definition of identity based on our own recognition of our thoughts and embrace Ubuntu. We are because Jesus Christ is today, tomorrow, and forever. And because he is all those things, we can manifest God's character through our experiences with other people, most importantly the household of faith. To close, let's reflect on our shared unity in the body of Christ with the words of Ephesians 4 verses 1 through 6. I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, and through all, and in all. I want to thank you for listening to another devotion on Pause to Consider. If you enjoyed this devotion, I hope you share it with your friends and your loved ones. If you have any questions or feedback, I'd love to hear it. You can email me at pausetoconsiderpodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach out to me on my Facebook and Instagram pages for Pause to Consider. But above everything else, I hope this devotion was helpful for you. And I pray that God will be with you until we meet again, whether it be on our next devotion or in God's kingdom. God bless. Thank you for listening to Pause to Consider. I'm Levi, and I wanted to be sure you've heard about a few other podcasts in the WCF network. I am actually one of the co-hosts on a show called A Little Faith, where we explore faith breakdowns and buildups with different people who have very powerful stories to tell. That's A Little Faith. Tom and Naomi are exploring how we interact in our ecclesial relationships in From the Platform. It's a very in-depth series that is incredibly helpful for understanding and developing compassion and better listening practices. You can find both of those wherever you get your podcasts or our website, wcfoundation.org slash podcasts. Have a great week.